I can accelerate and I can slow down depending on, on what I need. But but the, the ambitions are still there. And that's the hardest part. How you how you put together the part where you say, I need to provide for my family in a nice way. I need to create something for my retirement. And, and at the same time, I need to not to burn out or have any effect on the family. Yeah, That search for balance is almost daily, <laughs> a daily one. Welcome to Push To Be More with me, your host, Matt Edmondson. This is a show that talks about the stuff that makes life work. And to help us do just that, I am chatting with today's very special guest, Jim Martin from Align Digital, about where he has had to push through, what he does to recharge his batteries and to be, as well as what they're doing to be more. Now, the show notes and transcript from my conversation with Jim will be available on our website, pushtobemore.com. And also, while you're there, you can sign up for our newsletter. And each week, we will email you the links and the notes from the show automatically. Oh, yes, direct your inbox. And guess what? It's totally free. So you may as well get going and signed up to that. Oh yes. Now, this episode is brought to you by Orion Media, which helps entrepreneurs and business leaders set up and run their own successful podcast. Jim, you know what? I have found running my own podcast to be insanely rewarding. It opens doors to amazing people like nothing else I have seen. I have built networks, made friends, had a platform to champion my customers, my team, and my suppliers. And I think just about every entrepreneur or business leader should have a podcast because it's had such a massive impact on my own businesses. Now, of course, that all sounds great in theory, but in reality, there's the whole problem of setting up distribution, getting the tech right, getting the strategy right. I mean, the list goes on. You see, I love talking to people I just do. I just love talking about I admit it. It's just it is what it is. Uh, but not all of that other stuff. So Orion Media takes it all off my plate. I do what I'm good at and they brilliantly take care of the rest. So if you're out there wondering if podcasting is a good marketing strategy for your business, do we do connect with them at orionmedia.com. That's a u r uh, I-O-N media.com, A-U-R-I-O-N media.com, Orion media.com. We will, of course, link to them uh, on the podcast website as well, because that's easy to remember, pushtobemore.com. Uh, but you can connect with them at orionmedia.com. Now, before I get uh, before I get too carried away, let's talk about Jim. Jim is a communication sciences graduate from Argentina. Now he has found his passion for marketing, has moved to New Zealand in the search of the sort of elusive work-life balance. He kickstarted his career at ACG Education, playing a role in growing the company that was later sold for, check this out, five hundred million New Zealand dollars. Oh yes, that's a lot of money in anyone's uh, currency. Now, after this success, he moved on to international marketing uh, to an agency where he led a team of 16 uh, amazing people and achieved some remarkable growth. Jim then founded Align Digital, a consultancy that helps SMEs optimize customer journeys and conversions. Align Digital has assessed over 1,000 sites and has created 500 landing pages to date. 
And Gemma, if that's not enough, is now uh, launching a new startup called Conversion Club to help train marketing teams. Jim, that's one heck of a bio, man. Welcome to the show. Great <laughs> to have you here. How you Thank doing? You. Thank you. Oh, I'm very good. And when you put it that way, yeah, it's been a long, long journey indeed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're 806 now, aren't you? That's <laughs> it's a very long journey. So you're in um, you're in sunny New Zealand now. Yes, yes, I am. It's um, still summer here for the most part. And, and the weather is quite mild, so it's never the, the too hot or, or too cold. So that's a, um, quite a nice place to live. Oh, yeah. I love, I have to be honest with you, Jim. I love New Zealand. It's just an amazing place. Try and get out at least once a year. Um, yeah, we do, <laughs> we do like it over there. Now, Jim, you have had uh, what can only be described as a diverse career path that has taken you from book publishing in Argentina to, you know, a marketing consultant and founder of Align Digital. Uh, so tell us about your journey and how your experiences have shaped your approach to marketing and business leadership. Pretty wide question, but let's start there. Mm, okay. So yeah, in Argentina, um, um, the way marketing is done is, is quite different. It's not that developed. Mm. And, and so uh, it was quite a, of a struggle to actually try to work as a marketeer. There's, there's no such a thing as a marketing department defined. So while I was struggling that, I, I reverted to, to one of my other passions, which was um, working as um, um, uh, around the, the book industry, which my family okay. owns a book publishing house. And I had a chance to, to lead a team, to develop new services, new products, do marketing, um, but also get a sense of what it is to be an ent entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't it wasn't easy uh, <laughs> even because uh, you, you know they say oh, it's, it's your family business it's all done it, it, was, it wasn't that easy at all and so i had a, a really good practice first fresh practice and and the sense that um if i was to stay there if, if i was to continue working in that place it would have been extremely hard to get any sense of balance regarding family and, mm. and work it would have been working, 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 like my family does yeah. every single day, Saturday, Sundays, for many, many hours. And, um, and the passion of marketing was still there. And we're talking about like 15 years ago. So mm. digital marketing was still starting to take off. And that's when someone said, hey, if you're looking for work balance, why don't you try New Zealand? I'm like, really? <laughs> and I, I know New Zealand for rugby, you know, um, yeah, 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 for many course. other things. And so I knew that life was seemingly better, but would it be also seemingly um, good in terms of a, a professional career? Mm. And so I started to, to, you know, do my research and I found that it, it was. Oh, so wow. I, I, I made a jump with my now wife. Uh, we, we were fortunate to get a special visa for professionals, one that is called a silver firm. And they give 400 of those once a year, right. randomly. Like a, like oh, right. I guess like it's like really a lottery. Quick. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a lottery. The first 400 that, that get it are, are in. Then there's a massive paperwork. Almost as becoming residents even before going there. So you need to prove <laughs> many things. It was, it, was, um, it was interesting, to say the least. And when I came here, and the, 
the most interesting part is that this uh, a way to see how third world or developing countries are in terms of their marketing and their studies that are, are not recognized. Yeah. So when I come here, they say, oh, sorry, we cannot take your previous experience into account. Really? So you just start as wow. a junior, <laughs> which it was like, um, you know, if I have any any sense of ego or, you know, or, or pride, yeah, yeah, I had yeah. to yeah. digest it <laughs> very nicely yeah, and make Jeez. a massive effort and start from the very bottom. And, and that was fine. I, I always wow. remember the, the story of um, a, a grandfather of, of mine um, is, a, a, is a Jew that escaped from, uh, from Germany. No way. Your grandfather? Yeah. Yeah, wow. my, my, my grandfathers and, and great, great parents. And they were, uh, my grandfather was a judge in, in Berlin opposing the, the Nazi regime. And he was chased, of course, because of no his way. political views and because yeah, he was a yeah. Jew. So he started again in Argentina as a postman from the very beginning. And Stone the cruise. How did he end up in Argentina? I, I mean, it, it, what was that? What caught? Because, I mean, Germany, Argentina, not two I places know. you kind of pair together, really. Yeah. And pretty much like the Von Trapp family. So they escaped <laughs> through the night. They were given five hours to wow. escape. Really? Wow. They, they escaped with a, a stamp collection because my, my grandparent my great grandparent was a, a stamp collector, a good yeah. one, and leave everything behind, went through Switzerland, Italy. They tried to uh, take a ship to the U.S., but they were told that no visas. It was really hard to go to the U.S. Uh, it was a bit late. It was in 1937. So they were offered uh, offer the way just to go to Argentina, which must have been quite hard because Argentina not only have Jews that escaped from the war, they also have some Nazis too. So everyone wow. living together in, the, in that country. But the, uh, for me, that was always a highlight because um, every time I ask uh, about if, if he was a bitter man, my, my great great granddad, and the answer was no. Wow. He became a postman in Argentina, not knowing the language, and he lived very happily. Wow. You know, he started over and something very different. So I always said, if if he can do that, you know, if he can yeah, live yeah, yeah. behind a, a, a very consolidated life and start over in a country where he has no idea about the language, um, why can't I just put some effort in, into going to New Zealand and start over? Um, and so I pushed, I pushed really hard. Um, at the beginning, they gave me a three months, a three months contract to wow. start it in this ACG company. And they say, well, we're going to see what we can, what you can do. We don't know exactly the extent of your knowledge. So, because you come from Argentina, so mm -hmm. we don't know. <laughs> and I said, fair enough. I just want an opportunity. So, um, within two weeks. They say, hey, we actually uh, are understanding that you you have you have some knowledge. Uh, we like to have a, a one year contract. Wow. So after two weeks and then after that, everything was was really good because um, I was working really hard and then I, I was getting promoted, promoted, promoted every six months. Wow. That's and fantastic. by the end of the year number three at that company, I was running I was running a, a 27 websites, a team of four or five just dedicated to that. I was running all the, the ads that we have, a budget of $500,000. Um, 
um, doing end-to-end -end marketing campaigns, I was really enjoying it. Like, okay, this is this is what we meant to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, until um, yeah, that company was um, was doing really great. And they um, they were giving education to private schools and tertiaries and early childhood educations and establishments. There were a, a total of like 17 institutions that the group owned and we were managing everything from them. All the analytics, all the user um, journeys of them, mixing that with branding, with campaigns, traditional digital, yeah. end to end. And when it was but, sold... Uh, yes. let me, I was going to say, Jim, I'm, I'm really intrigued here because you, you've... I mean, you've just kind of glossed over the fact that you just, you know, decided to up sticks from Argentina and go to New Zealand, fill out probably more paperwork than you cared to fill out. <laughs> um, and, you, and you've got this job and, you know, you keep getting promoted and promoted and promoted and people see your work ethic. So you said at the start, the reason you went to New Zealand was because of the work-life balance, because with your publishing business, you know, you're working every day, 20 hours a day and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So it's but it sounds to me like you get to AGC, but you're still working crazy hours, or, or had you at this point kind of discovered this work-life balance? Ah, uh, for me it was um, I was working crazy hours from nine to five, or maybe staying even one hour extra. That for me was mm. absolutely nothing, and I was crossing my arms during the weekends. Like, what do people do on weekends? And they say, <laughs> no, you just go and enjoy life. And I said, what do you mean enjoy life? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's the reason why I came here. And, <laughs> and, and, the, and the most amazing thing is that when you go to Argentina, the, when you hear people talking, it's like, what are we going to do next month? Uh, how, how bad everything is? The, the politics are quite corrupt. That's the, the recurring topic all the time. Here, people were talking, oh, I'm thinking what I'm going to do in my next holidays. Because I'm going to take two weeks and go in there and say, what do you mean? take two weeks to go to somewhere. Yeah. Is that even possible? You, you take weeks? Like, you have how many holidays? And they say, no, you have at least 20 working days of holidays. What? Yeah. <laughs> that for me was a, was a shock. Um, and so I, I, it took me like, like three, four years to, to slow down mm. and to start to um, be part of things and to myself think, okay, let's go to enjoy holidays, let's work hard, but let's, let's stop when we need to stop, and then we go, go home and enjoy mm -hmm. our life there. And, and one thing that happens is that at the beginning you don't see it much, but then years pass by, when you visit Argentina and you see how crazy things are still in there, you are like, oh my goodness, I have changed. Mm. I have become more, more Kiwi. I cannot, <laughs> I cannot think on that stress anymore of like, uh, you know, um, no holidays, working every weekend. I, yeah. I cannot anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, that sounds great. So you 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 started to then see life a little bit more. You started to find the work life balance, and then you thought to yourself, "I know what's going to really help this. I'm going to start my own business." <laughs> yeah, right? um, you thought this is going to yeah. enhance my work life balance. Um, it would be too easy, way. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> what happens is that I have my first kids. Uh, and then I realized I was um, already late in this market. Uh, if you if you don't know about it, uh, the New Zealand housing market went hyperbolistic in the past yeah. ten years mm -hmm. with a massive inflation. And so a house that normally was 
400,000 is now a million dollars. Yeah. And so even with my, my, my nice salary progression, I was, I was seeing that I was getting nowhere. Yeah. And, and also I have these like four or five years of tranquility mm -hmm. related to what I'm, I'm used to. And I'm thinking I can take on a, on a, on a bigger challenge. So first with the agency, that was, that was too crazy. And, and then I started my own entrepreneurial way, mm -hmm. which so far I, I've been able to adjust. I can accelerate and I can slow down depending on, on what I need. Um, yeah. but, but the, the ambitions are still there. And that's the hardest part. How you, how you put together the part where you say, I need to provide for my family in a nice way. I need to create something for my retirement. And, and at the same time, I need to not to burn out or have any effect on the family. Yeah. That search for balance is almost daily, a daily one. <laughs> and we and we to be fair, Jim, we I think anybody listening to the show who is an entrepreneur or a business leader knows exactly what you're talking about, right? This tension of balance and I, in fact, an hour ago I spoke to a beautiful young lady called Katie. Um and Katie is a, f a freelance graphic designer. She's she worked for a, a reasonably big company. She's now gone freelance and just, you know, asked me a few questions. And one of the questions that she asked me was, how do you do balance? Because you've got your e-commerce business, you've got your podcast agency, you get involved in this over here and you do that. And and it's a really interesting question, isn't it? And I, I actually found it, I'm like, oh, I don't know how to answer this question, if I'm honest with you, because it, I think it changes every day, you know? Uh, I don't know yeah. if, if one size fits all. So so um, I think everybody can kind of attest to, you know, this sort of this tension that you're facing, Jim. So. How have you, how have you resolved this tension? Have you found any secret sauce yet or, or are you still looking for it? Well, you certainly get more wiser over, over time. You, <laughs> yeah. you, you get to know your limits very well and you put your ambitions in check. So like five years ago, I was more of a, I measured ambitions. Oh, I will achieve this. I will achieve that. Now, now it's more like if I achieve this, that will do it. And mm -hmm. from there, I'll, I will go to the next, next milestone. Um, helping with the milestones um, helps narrow down the level of stress you have because you're not after like a, exiting the business in, in one year and, and mm. sell it for, you know, $5 million. You actually have a, a more of, of a consistent plan. I need to achieve this. I need to be having this much um, going on. And that's one part. The other part is that well, my wife, <laughs> she's, uh, she's the one that actually uh, helped me put things in, in perspective. Like when we have all this COVID situation and everything was upside down and she's like, you're trying to get your, your goals as if there was no lockdown, no COVID. Mm. Don't you need to adjust them? I'm like, uh, well, that's true. <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, and actually, I'm going to send a copy of this wife, uh, to your wife saying, you know, so to show she knows uh, that you think she was right. It's real. I, you know what, I'm smiling and I'm laughing because um, I've been this year, Jim, is my 25th wedding anniversary. This year, I've been married 25 nice. years. Nice. Congrats. Um, yeah, thank you very much. I know I don't look it. You know, I got married when I was 10 years old, but that's okay. Um, so, <laughs> Um, yeah, 25 years. And you know what? Um, one of the w reasons it's been so successful um, is because I've learned to listen to my wife that actually 
Uh, she she knows an awful lot more about me than probably I know, and she can see and sense things like way before mm. I see and sense them. And um, sometimes that annoys me, uh, and sometimes I listen to her wisdom. <laughs> and I'm trying to listen to it more, Jim. If I'm honest with you, uh, but uh, yes, it's um, it's it's funny, isn't it? The, uh, the 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 sort of the wife guidance, uh, as we like to call it, is um, is 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 a beautiful thing. Yeah, and it can be, it can you just um, put things in, in perspective because when you are in the business side, side of things, everything is more um, aggressive. You have these competitors yeah. coming at you, you have these situations in the market, the, the forecasting that is never looking that, that good. <laughs> and, and so you are in this, this, you know, kind of warrior mode. And then uh, you just go back home and, and there's, a, there's a different life in there. And then there's a, mm. sometimes you get a reminder like, hey, just, Put your axe at the entrance, okay? Just yeah. Um, um, settle down a little bit, um, because after all, you are working for what? For this? For you yeah. know, spending time with the family, having good times, and with a, with a mind within the family, not outside. And yeah. and that's that's the reason why I had to uh, abandon the life at the at the agency. Mm. The agency was um, all over the top in terms of. You had to be like hundred percent up in your feet, fighting, 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 fighting every sort of a scenario, mm. internal with the politics inside, uh, external, um, and I was working again eleven to twelve hours at that agency. Wow! And uh, it was it was quite a challenge. Yeah. Um, and then I, I was thinking, well, if I continue this way. How would I be in five years continuing with this? Because mm. I worked only two years. And and the answer was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, more solid from the um, business point of view. I mean, more, more wise in that regard. But at a, at a personal level, a bit of a soul-consumed kind of person. Yeah. yeah. Um, the kind of person that goes and, uh, and spend the whole weekend trying to recharge, like mm. a zombie, like sitting there like. Yeah, yeah. And that's a um, scary scenario when you you have your kids saying, "Oh, this this uh, that's dad or what is left of him," but no yeah, worries, yeah. he will recover every every Monday again. That's that's why I switched to the entrepreneurial life. And you might say, "But hey, Tim, entrepreneurial life is also hard, but it's different. It's in your terms, and you can yeah. you can slow, you can you can accelerate, you can manage your times." Mm-hmm. And yeah, I still have some, you know, um, some sort of um, challenges, uh, as everyone that is an entrepreneur knows. The cash flows, the people that don't pay, pay later. I had to chase clients to to pay for work um, 200 days after. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's, it's never easy, uh, but it's no. a different story. It is. And I, 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 I like what you're saying, though, because you are much more in control. I think... My experience with running businesses um, is that there are seasons. There are seasons when it's just going to be hectic. Um, and as long as I make sure it's a season, i.e. it has an end date, um, everyone seems, you know, seems to be okay with that. We've always done this thing in our house where as much as is humanly possible, so I, I'm not perfect, but, you know, let's say... 49 times out of 50 uh, we managed to do it is every evening we all sit down and have a meal together as a family uh, and unless I'm traveling and um, then that's what we try and do and that's been 
that you, just these little things that you put into place, which make a big difference. Yep. And you, when you're running your own business, you can do those things because I can go, well, I might just work an extra hour in the evening when the kids have gone to bed or something right. like that if I need to, you know. But it's interesting you're contrasting um, because a lot of people, when they talk about running a business, talk about how it all, you know, it is all consuming. Um, you know, they, 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 we often used to joke, you know, when you set up your own business, you can, you can work just half days, but it doesn't matter which half of the day you work, the first 12 hours or the last 12 hours. It doesn't make any difference. There's always a standard joke. Um, so a lot of people talk about the busyness of running a business, but for you, actually, it sounds like when you started um, Align Digital, actually, it became easier than the the agency, which you didn't own, that you were yeah. in before, right? Work in 12, yeah. 13 hour days. And so um, because the, the business actually gave you an element of control, and that's a really interesting point to make because not many people make that point when it comes to setting up a business. Yes, it all depends on, on the basis you you launch your own business. Mm. Uh, I've seen people investing um, a lot. I, I try to make it lean um, from the get-go. I have to say, though, something I haven't mentioned is that I left the agency with some people I knew from the agency that became my partners Okay. Um, at the, on the first year of my, my company. And the idea was to Y-label our services and selling that to agencies. Because between the three of us, we knew a lot of agencies here in New Zealand, yeah. Yeah. and and they were in need of this service, so it, it made sense. Until we hit the first issue, uh, when an agency said, "Oh, sorry, I'm not going to pay you because I'm firing eighty percent of my staff," and yeah, wow. I was struggling and I didn't tell you. And that's when when you see I started to see the cracks in the relationship I have with my partners, and I thought. Um, that's not the way we should be working because it's quite stressful. And apparently the work we do for agencies is not, and that's something I, I learned the, the importance of value, the value, value positioning, value alignment more than yeah. positioning on the things you do to whom and how that, that is perceived. Yeah. And agencies didn't care about our work at all because it was more for the end end client. And customer, so they were in between saying, "Oh, maybe they need this," and they just passing. But they they, they kind of diluted the, the value in between, and that was an issue. And so yeah. I I ended up um, dissolving the partnership, and and then I started again after one year, and I can relaunch my company. But um, I did it in a lean way, uh, where it was more of a freelancer kind of a company. Okay. So I still have a lot of contacts from the agency, from my work before. Um, referrals and contacts, as we know, are, are super important. And um, it allows me to to have minimum costs. I was I, I I was working from this is something funny. I I work from my home. I have a studio for like two three years. And in March 2020, early March, I did a. a my goal to go and, and meet more people right after COVID, right, right, right after everything was closed for two for two years, yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. everyone was working from home. I'm like, no, no, I was trying to leave home, um, so I started very, very lean and more of a freelancer. It was until recently, even during COVID, that I said, if I really want to get this going, I need to be more than just a freelancer. I need to yeah. bring people in, and there's something to be said, yeah, team, because. You can come as a freelancer. You, you, it's, 
it's in between, you know, entrepreneur and having your nine to five kind of job. Mm -hmm. it's, in, it's in between. You have perks of both and, and, and limitations from both. And and if if I wanted to compete, I, I needed something else because um, as a freelancer alone, you cannot just exchange your hours per work. Yeah. And and you know the there's not much, you, you reach a point um, where you need to put in more hours and you don't want to do that. You want to charge more, but it's of course harder. And, and that's when I, I decided, okay, let, let's go back to, to put together a team and start pushing to, to go more into the business side of things. And then I started to, to, to hire some guys, grow the yeah. team, expand the services and that and slowly started to, to grow uh, into what, what is now so we are we are just uh, incorporating more people mm. and it's exciting yeah one of the things that you said jim in our pre-call so uh, if you're listening to the show and you want to know what i mean by pre-call um this is where uh because when we connected we didn't we we didn't know each other so we do the pre-call and we sort of connect and we chat about the show and we think about things that we're going to talk about just so you're aware and i'm aware and it's just a really it's a you know it's a great thing to do and one of the things that you said in the prequel, which uh, stuck out to me was, um, and I, I wrote it down here in my notes, you know, talking about your business. How do you compete against younger fellas uh, that don't mm. have a family? Um, maybe you're not as fast. They can do an 80 hour week. So you have to be smart, build team and play to your advantages. Right. So this, this is um, I thought it was a really interesting, hence the reason I wrote it down, Jim. Uh, I thought it was a really interesting point. So how have you found then building? Um, a CRO type agency, you know, you're doing these optimization things, which traditionally is, uh, well, I mean, forgive my ignorance, but it's, it's a lot of data analysis, a lot of looking at data, trying to make some decisions about what's going on, um, using a lot of technology. Is that a young man's sport uh, for your industry? And I guess, um, how have you found it competing against the younger fellas? Well, certainly it's not just one magic bullet that solves it all um, you get wiser and you try to find as many um, um, opportunities as you can so the first one knowing your own limitations is, mm -hmm. is super important because I, I was to uh, trying to compensate by adding more and more and more hours and what am I doing um, whereas I can try and uh, I can have a team that actually can cover the terrain in a, you know 70 percent of 60 percent of what I do and that helps a lot so yeah. diversifying the activities I have, breaking down the process into parts and saying this process I can teach easily. This, yeah. proce proce this part of the process I can teach over time. Okay, they start doing that. And this is something I have, I, I can only do myself for now. Yeah. Great. That alone helps. And that's one thing. So you bring your own young blood that are thirsty for you know um, going through massive data and stuff you just point in the right direction the other thing is uh, the perseverance because all these uh, what i'm seeing in competitors at least in this industry is that everyone is is so in a hurry that they might work for a company for a year and then they leave right and even the company might be there for three four years and then they sell and they yeah. go and they get absorbed and they change um what is that phrase that says if you wait uh, in the in the porch of your house long enough, you will see your enemy floating floating by or something like that. Okay. And yep. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a kind of a, that situation. If you are there and pushing and pushing um, with perseverance, at some point they will say, well, Jim, um, 
we're going to give you this work to you because, you know, you've been there again and again and yeah. again, meeting after meeting there, Congress after Congress, we see your face showing up. Yeah. Um, and, and then you, you, you get in. Yeah. The other thing that you, you do wins, is, uh, right? hmm? consistent, consistency wins. Um, yes. And it, it's, uh, it's, it's amazing how simple those two words just sort of roll off the tongue. Uh, and I think, you know, as I've got older, I like you, Jim, I've just kind of realized actually consistency wins. Um, and if I if I think if I think a bit more medium term, which I think you tend to do as you get older, um, then actually you can think, actually, I'm just going to win on consistency. That's what I'm going to do. Right. It's, it's more important that, than you get to believe you are in, um, put into this rush and uh, thinking that everything is black and white, either you. You, you win a client or not, and what's going to happen in the in next month. But instead, the approach is, um, that works the best is the, the opposite. You just focus a lot on, on making a good impact on the clients you have right now. Your objective number one is for them to refer you to someone else. Yeah. If they refer you to someone else, then the value is there. Yeah. You might have different ways to do it, uh, but that's the one, the most important part. The other part mm -hmm. you, you focus is on, having coffees and talk to people. Yeah. Because uh, you also understand that the value position in everything that we do as a freelancer or an entrepreneur is, is positioned from the logic point of view. Mm -hmm. What can you do for someone else? How, how many pages of this report can, I know is, is more human. Mm. It, it's how you interact with others, how you solve them and yeah. their needs, not just the work itself, but actually the way you de deliver the work, the way you are there when they have some issues, they just grab the phone and say, James, I know you, you are finishing this audit, but we have this other situation with a campaign. Can you please take a look? And you just yeah, uh, right there for them. So that that also helps a lot. And and it's just um, this uh, this uh, um, a phrase from Seth Godin. Um, he has so many phrases. So, oh, um, good is, ones. Is, yeah, so many good ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, at, the, at the beginning, he said one that I it kept me thinking, like uh, work that matters for people who cares. Yeah. And uh, and I, I thought, well, this must be one of those phrases that are you know it sounds good, um, it's ideal, but is it practical? I don't know. But over over years, I started to find out this this uh, deeper meanings to that phrase. Yeah. And which is uh, tied to what I said um, a couple of minutes ago in terms of when, when people uh, care about the, the work you're doing, they see the value and they talk to some other people and then you, you yeah. get that going and, and also makes the, the, the job much more enjoyable. Yeah. And so we were trying to make a, a, an effort that is always recommended. You always hear this. Mm -hmm. Don't sell your job to anyone, just filter them, even though it's hard for you as an entrepreneur to say no. They say no more often. Yep. And one of the best sales techniques I can recommend is to say no to people. Uh, and it's amazing how quickly things sort of turn around. It's, 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 it's a remarkable thing. Yeah. And it's interesting because you have this dynamic like, well, it's easy when you say, I have a surplus. I, I can be, I have a runway of cash flow for three, four months. I can say no to many of them. and. But it's even more important when you don't have that runway, mm -hmm. when your yeah. runway is just one month, because that's when you are the weakest in the weakest position, mm. because your survival, survivability kicks in yeah. and you say, 
I need to feed my family. I need to pay my stuff. And mm-hmm. um, I have to get the bills all up and running. And, and this is a seemingly easy deal, easy, easy job. Um, that is presented so easily that why, why would I say no to this? That's, that's when you get some traps. Then it's, it's not so easy. Then it's time consuming, yeah. energy consuming. And then it takes you to a spiral when you don't have enough energy to actually look for the best exactly. prospects, which is, yeah. there's nothing new or we're seeing here. Uh, I hear this, I hear this so many times, but it's just when you, uh, <laughs> walk the walk <laughs> to say, to say in a way that you realize. Mm. Uh, the impact that that has. Yeah, it's massive. <laughs> no, I like that. And I, I, I like the fact that actually, um, as I as I do enter my later years in life, um, it's interesting that, you know, I kind of reflect on these things like you, Jim, that actually consistency wins, the power of having a cup of coffee with somebody. You know, for me, business has always been about relationship, which is why, if I'm honest with you, the podcast thing works really well for me. You know, if I put me in any industry, um, if and, and I, I might not have been in that industry, and I, the first thing I would do is set up a podcast, honestly, because I know I can grow business through podcasting. Because whilst you and I can't sit down and have coffee until my next trip to New Zealand, we can have a conversation like this on a podcast, right? And it's it's just it's easy. Um, it 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 just takes away. A whole like if I was just to call you and go, Jim, you don't know me. My name's Matt. Tell me about uh, running a business and moving from Argentina. Well, you're gonna be like, who's this guy on the phone? Well, I don't know. Do you <laughs> know what I mean? But in the context of a podcast, um, you can really build some interesting relationships with people. And so I get that. I get relationship works, and I also get that actually for me, um, experience matters, right? And life experience especially matters when the pressure's applied and people just need help. Um, and there's there's just something about the gray hairs, you know, that kind of, that, that, that just make people feel a bit more comfortable. There is that wisdom. And I think, you know, embracing that as we get older is, is not a bad thing. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not like 80 years old. I'm, 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 pro- <laughs> I'm approaching 50 this year. I've got the two milestones, my 25th anniversary, my 50th birthday. Um, but I, I do reflect on these because it is quite fascinating. It's quite in, interesting. Um, so you've you've obviously got the family, right? You've got your business. Your business is good. It's growing. You're, you're sort of you're taking on the the younger guys and winning through your various um, strategies. You've got your family. So what? I'm curious with your work life balance. What sort of things do you do, Jim, to fill your tank, recharge your batteries? Um, well-being, that sort of life balance. So, outside of work, what sort of what does what does Jim's life look like? So, uh, again, uh, it's something I have to develop over years. Mm-hmm. You naturally need. Hey, I, I've been, um, you know, spending so much time uh, with the kids and even with my friends, but I, I haven't watched a movie or spent quality time with my wife for many weeks. And and you 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 feel the imbalance, mm. and so. You try to block it and say, hey, every Friday night is going to be movie night. I'm going to have our time at least. Or we also have a bit of a um, um, back and book club because uh, my wife loves love reading. So we actually okay. discuss different books and stuff. doesn't need to be that fancy, but at least uh, once a week, at least, we actually block time for us to just to talk and be with each other. Um, I also do the same with my friends. I have mm. one day that we would just go and do something, play board games. 
um, my friends um, and I love love to love to play role playing games. Okay. And, and Dungeons so and Dragons. We, we Dungeons and Dragons night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's a tradition uh, because many of my friends came from Argentina as well, like following following me myself and and say, hey, if it's that good in New Zealand, maybe I can go too. You know, they are mm. IT, so for them it's easier to go yeah, anywhere yeah. actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and so we have our night, which is an excuse. It could be anything. It doesn't need to be Dungeons and Dragons or, or whatnot. And and so I have that with the kids. I also try to have moments playing with the two of them. I have two kids. Um, or uh, spending time with uh, each of them uh, separately. Um, my son is into, uh, he loves history. He's seven. So um, we we get books about different parts of history. And then he comes to me and, and then we discuss what happened here with the Fantastic. Romans, with this stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, have you come um, across, um, sorry, Jim, have you come across something called Horrible Histories? The BBC have done this TV series called Horrible Histories. Have you no, seen this? No, why is horrible? So, <laughs> uh, oh, it's just really funny because my, uh, my, my boys, when they were growing up, we would watch Horrible Histories. So they'd look at history, but they look at some of the, the kind of funky, gory things that they did. But it's done in a way that actually really engages the kids. So it's aimed at kids, but but dads love it, to be fair. Oh, yeah, um, and that. yeah, yeah, check out Horrible Histories. There's a BBC TV series. I think it was a BBC that did it. Um, and you can also mm. get the books. Um, and the books are just great fun to read with your kids. So if you, if you, if you like books, you like history, you like hanging out with your kids, I can highly recommend them. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's easy to remember. I, I, I probably won't forget the name. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. So you and, and yeah, go on. Uh, just to just to uh, finalize this is, is to say that I try to put a focus on a weekly basis, like every every day of the week to mm -hmm. to divide and say, okay, this this is a day for for my friends, this is a day for for my kids, this is a day for my wife. Um, I mean, every day is, is I spend time with my kids when I just go out of the office, um, and yeah. but at least once a day, and everyone knows, ah, oh, today. It's Monday. Uh, we know that dad is going with his friends. Mm -hmm. Today, you know, it's Friday. You no, know, Jim is not going to go out with friends because Jim has, you know, wifey. Day wifey night. with wifey night with movies. Yeah. And, 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 and that, that gave me a really good sense of balance. And um, at the beginning, I wasn't doing that. At the beginning, it was like, maybe this week I can do something or not. But the more you, you structure and coordinate everything, Especially mm -hmm. when you have kids, right? You you become yeah, master yeah, totally. of yeah, you become routine. Master. Ru yeah. Routines are are super important. <laughs> no, yeah, and... I totally agree. I totally. I mean, one of the things I was talking to, when I was talking to Katie earlier, I was like, one of the things that I have done well, I think, is I've understood what my big rocks are. You know, um, the, mm. the, the the important things to me, and they're in the diary every week. You know, and they're the first things which always go in, and so then everything else is built around them. Um, and so that sounds like a very similar principle, you know, I'm getting this in the diary every week. This is what we're doing. Every, life then happens around those things, right? And, and the one thing I'm, 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 it's not all, all like, oh, Jim, you're doing fantastic. They have everything under control. <laughs> um, and something I might actually ask for, for advice is with sports, because I, I'm, I'm, I used to go three times a week. I, I have a personal trainer, but, um, after COVID and everything, I still, you know, I, I am still paying for that gym membership, but it's, it's been a struggle to actually book some time to go yeah, to the gym. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what you do in, in, in those. 
Just Honestly, <laughs> the, the, there's two things that I did, Jim, uh, and this may or may not help you. Um, the first thing I did was I found a, um, a form of sport or exercise that I actually enjoyed. So I didn't, I, I stopped doing the exercise that I thought I needed to do. Um, and I started doing the exercise that I enjoyed doing. Um, okay. And and that that makes a big difference. You know, people say to me all the time, what, sh what should I do in the gym? I'm like, what do you enjoy doing? Let's start there. Let's, you know, build some consistency. And then the second thing uh, that really helped me um, was building a gym in my garage. So I have this sort of garage at the bottom of my garden. And over the mm -hmm. years, I've sort of turned it into a gym with the stuff in that I like to do. So I could get up first thing in the morning, I could go in the gym. My boys, you know, during COVID, it was brilliant because I was in there with the boys, me and the boys working out all the, you know, every day, it was great. Um, I, I was never as fit as I was during COVID. But, you know, doing it as a family, which was great. So yeah, that would be my top tips, you know, again, uh, personal trainers are great because they bring accountability. So, you know, if that's what you need, that's what you need. But, um, mm. but yeah, I think, I think just find something you really enjoy doing, get someone to hold you accountable. And if you, if you can make it easy to do it, do that. I was certainly try because it's something that also we need. And it, it, to, to achieve that balance, right? The, the, mm -hmm. the, the sports needs to be a must. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty aware of, of the energy levels when I'm, I'm training yeah. and when I'm not. Yeah. And when I'm not, I'm missing that, that energy levels. And I mean, it has an impact on your business. It does. And it has an impact on your family life as well, I think. And, yeah. you know, you can invest half an hour into your health and well-being, whether that's just a brisk walk around a park, whether it's lifting weights, whatever it is, whatever you enjoy, it's, it's going to help you. I think you get the payback for that half an hour invested. So there's always a return on that investment, you know, to, to put it in business vernacular. Jim, listen, I am now going to turn to the question. I need to get some music. That's what I need to do. We need to find some music so I can introduce <laughs> okay. the question box. Uh, so if you're watching on the video, you can now see our state of the art graphics, the question box, no expense spared in creating those. Jim, this is a section of the show where I have in my hand uh, a load of questions. You are going to say stop, and then I'm going to read that question to you. Okay, stop. Right there. Okay, we're sure about this. <laughs> um, let's find out. I think I know the answer to this question. But let's wait and see, based on what you said already. Of the people you spend time with, who brings out your best qualities? Oh, my wife. That's, I think that's, that's, that was the answer that I had. That's easy. Um, <laughs> and, and consistently, that has been the case for the past 14 years. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Why, what's the secret? I mean, if you've been that, if you've been in a good relationship for 14 years, you know, with the divorce rate as it is and people struggling with long-term relationships at the moment, what, What's been your secret source there? Why have you Why have you managed to do that? Why has she always managed okay, to bring I, out your best? I, I I'm I'm curious. I don't really know. I I have some relationships before, and uh, but when I, I when I met her, it was everything was so natural, easy, mm. and and I I have no idea. <laughs> it's um uh, she kind of knows knows me and knows what I'm trying to do mm. and and also knows 
how can I, I divert to a path that actually is not going to be good for me and anticipate and see, hey, because who, how you are, because what you're trying to achieve, you're going to think that this is what you need to do and remember it's not. That, you know, it's, mm. it's a, a knowing each other. Uh, I, have, I, I have no answer for that. Um, it's, a, it's an interesting question, I, isn't it? Yeah, but I, something I, I do believe is that um, as any relationship, it, this is a, you, you build it mm. over time. You need to invest on it. It's not like, oh, it just, you meet someone and that's it. You know, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a given. It's never a given. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's a, the recommendation I will have for my kids. Yeah. Um, no, but, and I would agree with you. And I think it's it's an interesting. Why is that? Um, why is your wife consistently bringing the best out? I would probably say that a big part of it, Jim, uh, just listening to you talk, is the fact that you value her opinion and you take it on board. Um, and I think uh, this is true in leadership. Whenever you listen to somebody, you value their opinion, you take on board what they say, that is always, always a great way to win in relationships. So, um, and I hear you doing that. You know, I hear you when you're talking about your wife, you, you, you're, you're lovely, you're flattering, which is a big bonus. You know, you talk about your wife in a positive way. Um, but it sounds like that when she gives you advice, you listen, usually. Not all the time, maybe, but usually, you know, <laughs> uh, usually you listen. Right, Jim, as you know, this show is sponsored by Orion Media, which specializes in helping good folks like yourself set up and run their own podcast. Now, as a result, I have my question. I want you to imagine you have your own podcast, The Jim Martin Show. Out of all the people that has impacted your life, past or present, whether it's an author or a person, whether it's a blogger, I don't know, right? Who's Who would you like to interview on your podcast? Who's on your guest list and why? I um, I think I would, I would invite some business owners mm. um, that have... Uh, have gone through really, really tough, tough stuff, and they managed to to stay afloat and to thrive despite all all of that. Because that that for me is um, what gives meaning to to the profession mm -hmm. uh, or, or to the work we do. That's that's the end goal of why we want to do what we do as a marketing practitioners. And and there's a lot of value. And these are these are not big corporations that have done a lot of money. Mm -hmm. uh, these are small to medium-sized businesses that, um, above all, they have managed to to support all the families working mm -hmm. within that that company. They have managed to avert disaster, um, uh, putting a tremendous effort into it, and actually uh, succeed. Mm -hmm. And I think that a story like that is something worth sharing with other people to know that these these stories exist. Yeah, and. It might not be as fancy as saying, oh, you have an exit business that reported $15 million. Um, but for me, it's equally important to say they are they are fine as a company. Or, mm -hmm. After all this has happened and they're now starting to grow. So mm. that's a, a personal thing I would do if you Fantastic. ask me. <laughs> well, to be fair, Jim, you've just described this podcast. <laughs> Which well, yeah. is, is, is in sure. essence what we try and do. We try and interview people in business and we're like, Tell us about the challenges you faced in life, but um, I'm really, and what do you do to fill your tank? I mean, they're really just really interesting questions to me. Jim, listen, it has been an absolute joy to talk to you, man. Uh, really enjoyed the conversation. If people listening to the show, whether they're in New Zealand, Argentina, or wherever they are in the world, 
um, want to reach out to you, connect, even if maybe they're just looking for help with some conversion rate optimization, you know, help with the customer journeys, whatever the reason they want to reach out, connect with you. What is the best way to do that? So if they can go to aligndigital.co.nz, that's, that's all what I need. They, they, I have my email, phone number there. They can reach me very easily and I'm mm -hmm. happy to give value in advance. Don't even have to subscribe to any service. If I can be of any help, just reach out. Fantastic. AlignDigital.co.nz is how you get a hold of Jim. Uh, we will, of course, link to that uh, in the show notes, which you can get along for free with the transcript at ecommercepodcast.net. Or if you're subscribed to the email list, it'll be winging its way to your inbox. And of course, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, you will see the little web URL below Jim's uh, name. Jim, listen. Uh, like I say, it's been an absolute treatment. Honestly, really enjoyed it. And uh, congratulations on the relationship with your wife. Congratulations on <laughs> Align you. Digital doing amazing things. Um, it's just been it's just been really fun talking to you. So thanks for joining me. Really, really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Nah, brilliant. So there you have it. Another great conversation. A huge thanks to Jim for joining me today. Also, a big shout out to today's show sponsor, Orion Media. If you're wondering if podcasting is a good marketing strategy for your business, do connect with them at orionmedia.com. That's A-U-R-I-O-N media.com. And like I say, they will, of course, be linked on the website as well at pushtobemore.com. But seriously, check them out they will be helpful now be sure to follow the push to be more podcast wherever you get your podcasts from because we've got yet more conversations uh, lined up with some amazing people just like jim and we don't want you to miss any of them and in case no one has told you yet today you are awesome yes you are uh, created awesome it's just a burden you have to bear jim has to bear it I have to bear it, and you, dear listener, also have to bear the awesomeness. It's just the way it is. Now, Push To Be More is produced by Orion Media. You can find their entire archive of episodes on your favorite podcast app. The team that makes this show possible is Sadaf Bain on Estella Robin and Tanya, Tiny Tanya, who is an absolute legend in the office. Our theme music is by Josh Edmondson. And as I've mentioned, if you would like to read the transcript or show notes, head over to the website pushtobemore.com, where you can also sign up for our weekly newsletter and get all of this good stuff direct to your inbox totally free. So that's it from me. That's it from Jim. Thank you so much for joining us uh, on this episode. Have a fantastic week. I'll see you next time. Bye for now.